Do you have big dreams? Do you ever feel like where you were born, how you grew up affects those dreams? Let me ask you this. What about the financial part of your dreams? Do you feel like you're held back from achieving those dreams because the financial part of this isn't where you want it to be? I'm asking a lot of questions today. What about being in debt? $150,000 in debt. How do you come back from that? How do you overcome limiting beliefs to push towards a place of success? Well, guess what? We've got somebody and we're going to tell that story today. Let's go. What's up, y'all? It's Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me, and welcome to another episode of the What's My Story podcast, the show where we talk about how we go from there to here, where people come on and they share pivotal moments in their lives that led them to the success that they have now. Because listen, all of us don't have easy lives. We've got stuff that we go through. We've got experiences that we go through. And sometimes we're a little bit stuck and we're a little bit caught up in the challenges of today. So we try to find some people on this show. We try to bring people on this show who have been able to navigate through some stuff so that you know that you have the ability to navigate through your stuff as well. Do me a favor. If you want to know when we're going live, if you want to know anything else about what we're doing, text me. How about this? Let me do it with the finger. Ooh, right there. There we go. 410-936-4049. 410-936-4049. Text us and we'll let you know when we're going live and anything new that we've going got going on in our space, in our universe. How about that? I was going to say something else, but let me use the word universe. All right. So you can also join me in the Storytellers Growth Lab. I want to encourage you to go to the Storytellers Growth Lab. Go to StorytellersGrowthLab.com. If you are a small business owner, entrepreneur, coach, consultant, and you're trying to gain more visibility for your brand, for your business, you want to learn a little bit more how, about how to do that, especially on video, Join me in the Storytellers Growth Lab. Go to StorytellersGrowthLab.com. We are doing this fantastic show today with a fantastic guest who we're, who we're about to introduce in a few moments. But you may not be in a space where you can watch it. Mm, maybe you're driving. I hope you're not driving and watching this. Come on, put that to the side because guess what? We've got the audio version of this thing. This week, we're releasing our audio version on Wednesday. Normally, we do it on Thursdays, but this week, we are releasing our audio version on Wednesday, because if you are in the United States of A, we are having Thanksgiving this week. I'm getting ready for some cranberry. <laughs> I'm getting ready for some some stuff, some not my stuff as in stuffing. I'm getting ready for some cornbread. How many of you are getting ready for some great stuff? Let's do this thing. Come on, let's enjoy your Thanksgiving. Make sure that you don't just take it for the holiday that it is and just the food that is going to be there. But we want you to take the moment to be thankful to be grateful for everything that's taken place in your space and in your life. Thank somebody specifically so that they know how grateful you are for them in your life as well. I want to share one last thing before we jump into our episode today. I want to share with you, we've got a, what we call brain power half hour. Have you ever been in a space where you're, you're stuck a little bit and you just want to get a little bit of input, a little bit of feedback? What we're doing is something called the brain power half hour. 
If you go to storytellersgrowthlab.com and click the button where it says unleash your skills, or you could check the show notes for this episode. We're doing what we call a brain power half hour. You'll get 30 minutes with me. We'll walk through, we'll create a plan so that you can go away knowing how to move to your next space, your next level, accomplish your next goal. All right. So that's what we want to talk about a little bit later on. But right now, let's jump on into the episode with our guest. My guest today. Oh, yeah. You're going to love this. Robert. I like the name already. Can you tell? Can you tell? <laughs> Robert Riopel is the founder of Amentora Incorporated. And one of his first businesses was a pizza franchise. You know, we got to talk about that pizza franchise, right? And he shared stages with some amazing people, the Dalai Lama, Richard Branson, and other people. Let's jump into this story. As I said earlier, he has come back from $150,000 in debt to being able to retire at the age of about 32. And he did all of that in about nine months. Ooh, I know you want to hear this. Let's jump in. Robert. Oh, yeah. What's <laughs> happening, brother? Welcome to the show. You know, RK3, I love that that you've got that because with mine, I'm actually R3 because I'm Robert Raymond Riopel. So we oh, have nice. even more in common. We got the threes <laughs> going on. I love that. Love it. Love it. So what's happening in your world, man? I just mentioned Thanksgiving. What are you doing this week? What are you, do what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Well, you know, uh, here in Canada, we had Thanksgiving last month. So that's, oh, that's one of the right. reasons we are ahead of you guys. So but, oh. um, you know, Thanksgiving, though, is still special for us here in Canada as well when it's the U.S. Thanksgiving. Because any chance I have to think of who I'm grateful for, one of my daily practices is I have a success and gratitude journal. And I love that you mentioned that, that let them know you're grateful. Because that's something that... I'm grateful for of COVID, believe it or not, may sound mm. odd, but because of COVID, I've now been able to have some of the deepest conversations and reconnections with people I haven't talked to maybe in years. Mm. And one of my practices now is when I'm doing my morning journal, if a name comes up, usually it comes up because of a, I remember a situation or a time with that person of why I'm grateful. And so I started to actually reach out and leave voice recordings to the person who I thought of that day, instead of just writing their name down. I actually right. will get on and say, you know, like if I thought of you, it would be as, hey, Robert, this is Robert, great name. Just wanted to reach out and let you know in my gratitude journal today, you came up because when we did that live show, it just had an impact on my life. And I wanted you to know that. And yeah. so I'll do this with no attachment to whether they hear it or not, respond or not. It's just about the energy of putting the gratitude out there that I yeah. do it for. So you just made Man. me think of that. And I'm glad that we're on the same page that way. Well, let's talk about that just for just a second, because I, I, I really want to get into your story. But this is interesting. This is fascinating right here. When you talk about putting something out there without even the expectation of response, how do you develop that mindset? Because so many of us, we say, I'm going to give or I'm going to say hello because we expect them to say hello in return. I'm going to uh, be kind because we expect them to be kind in return. I'm going to tell my wife I love her because I expect her to say I love you back in return. How do we develop that mindset of just not having the expectation of reciprocation? 
Ah, I like that. Well, you know, it, the other word for it is attachment. And you and I lost attachment yeah. to the, our hair on our head a long time ago. <laughs> so if we can lose attachment to that, why couldn't we lose attachment to this? But in all seriousness, it does take practice because here's the thing is attachment is one of the biggest things that brings misery into our life. And mm. when we talk about, say, love for someone or respect for someone else, usually it's a needy love because we're yeah. loving them for something they're providing back, like that reciprocation. And so when you can truly love someone for who they are without needing them to give love back, that's when you truly free yourself up for a whole yeah. lot of a greater life. And, and, you know, you and I could do, I think, do a whole nother show or two or a dozen just yeah. on that conversation alone. Yeah, man. So so how did you get here? You We talked about the being in debt, but let's go back just a little bit further. You, A lot yeah. of us... Um, we have so let's use the word attachment we have this this attachment to money and so when we are in a certain space we we operate from from desperation and some of that comes from how we're grown up we we we, yes. we don't we're told we're, we weren't born with a silver spoon in our mouths we weren't grown up on the right side of the tracks as i believe you put it in in one of your websites um how do you um go from there to being in the space where you are able to step past it to to go through debt. So I, I set you up with a bad question. Let me let me back up just a little bit. Let me back up just a little bit. I, I set but, you, you know, up. I lot. got you covered. I got yeah. you covered on. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't <laughs> want to go there just yet. So um, what led you to the space where you were in that debt in in 150k debt? Let's start with that. Yeah. Well, growing up where I, I did here in Alberta, and I'm actually back to the area I spent most of my life, growing up in this mindset, it was you, when it comes to work, you go and work for someone else. And yeah. whether you like the job or not, if it pays the bills and it has some form of security to it, you do it because taking care of your family is the most important thing. And so yeah. you do it to take care of your family and don't think like for me back then, a good job was if I could get into the post office or one of the local wow. unions working for the city. That was my ultimate dream because then we were set because yeah. they can't get rid of you unless you really mess up because the systems will protect you. And that was, I look back now and I go, what a messed up way of thinking. But that was my whole goal because I looked at the amount of money I thought they were making. That, yeah. that, that must be success. Like, oh. And <laughs> so that's how I entered the workforce. And by the time I'm 21, I'm being laid off from my third business or company I've been working for. Wow. And I'm like, I'm working hard. I'm staying loyal. What the heck's going on? And our economy here in Alberta back then in 1989, not to date myself, was in the toilets at the time. And I couldn't find another real job. So on a necessity, I started delivering pizzas for Domino's Pizza. I'm a newlywed. I want to take care of my wife. And I start actually making more money than I did in my real jobs. Uh, because of my work ethic, Robert, I ended up becoming a manager. My wife became my assistant. We started in that habit, work hard, open to close seven days a week. At least we were working together. That's how we were able to make the relationship and working work together. And right. a year and a half in, we got that dreaded news. Ooh. My franchisee came to us and said, I'm getting out of Domino's Pizza. I'm selling my two stores. And we had watched enough stores get sold that we knew the new owners would instantly lay us off because they want to bring their own management team in. And yeah. I went into panic mode because it's like, how are we going to do this? Uh, my wife, luckily, thank goodness, she has a different way of thinking. 
And she said, we are qualified to be franchisees. Let's figure out a wow. way to buy this store. Wow. And we made a lot of mistakes. We made a lot of mistakes, but every time <laughs> something didn't go right, we learned yeah. something new. And it took us about four months of making a ton of mistakes that we finally knew what to say and what not to say that we went to our own bank and we were able to actually get 100% financing for both wow. stores he had for sale, not just for the one. Wow. And it's like, now we're franchisees. It's like, oh, yeah. we've arrived. Wow. But here's a wow. problem and something I'm sure you understand. We knew how to run a Domino's pizza. We didn't necessarily know how to run a business. Mm. Two totally different things. And yeah. for the first couple of years, the only reason we made it is sheer tenacity. We struggled. But when we yeah. did finally figure it out, we started making pretty good money. But here's where our past conditioning really kicked in. We started wanting to keep up with the Joneses and we started wow. having buying all the toys. And by the time we were franchisees for eight years, yeah. we are now over $150,000 in personal debt and going yeah. down quickly. So that's how wow. the debt kind of ended up happening. Wow. So you get into this debt and you have this business that you're running together, you and your wife. And now you're like, oh my gosh, this is not a great place to be. What, what is it that triggers it to you? What is it that says to you, no more, this debt is too much. We can't do this. We need to find a new way. So before you answer that, let's go to a, a break real quick, because I, I think this is going to be <laughs> real interesting. I see you. Got it. Hey, do you need time to focus on the income generating activities that grow your business? If so, My Office Professionals is the only agency you should consider. As an Optimum Business Support Agency, we provide virtual administrative support, online group coaching, technology training, graphic design and web design services through our vendor partnerships. We also help you build relationships using send-out cards, and we offer smart, simple legal coverage through Legal Shield. Contact My Office Professionals today and start growing your business tomorrow. Visit www.myofficeprofessionals.com. Listen, I don't know if you understand that your arms can only stretch so wide. You've only got two of them. I've only got two of them. I don't have any octopus friends, but just in case you happen to need more than just two arms, you've got to figure out how to get some other people some other resources to help you grow your business. Go check out myofficeprofessionals.com. Teresa and her team are fantastic and they will make sure that you're able to get more done in less time. Go on over to myofficeprofessionals.com. So listen, let's jump back to this equation. Let's go back, let's jump back to this story here. So you've got this number that comes up, $150,000 in debt, but you've been running this business for a while and and you know, this debt wasn't like brand new. Somebody didn't come to the door all of a sudden and say, hey, you've got a $150,000 bill. What was it that triggered you that said, oh my, something's got to shift? Well, you know, it, was, it wasn't just an instantaneous, oh, it happened that we figured yeah. it all out. I, I am going to tell you, I'm one of the most clueless people sometimes. It takes yeah. a little bit of, as we say in Canada, a few kicks to the head with a frozen muckalock for me to finally get something. <laughs> <laughs> so we, you know, we, we were going through this stress and struggle. New things were just getting worse. And all of a sudden we had to, and, and listen to my words, we had to sell one of our stores that we had at the mm -hmm. time out of necessity. 
And yeah. Robert, I don't know if you've ever had to do something out of necessity, but the energy you put off when you are in that zone, people can pick it up. They can smell it a mile away. And at yeah. the time, the store that we ended up selling, I, I believed that the person took advantage of us. And I, you know, cause all of a sudden there was time delays, there was price changes. We ended up financing the entire purchase of the store, getting monthly payments instead of a lump sum. And in that space, it was like, we felt we, he, we, he took advantage of us. Knowing what right. I know today, we trained him and taught him it was okay to treat us that way. So now wow. I take full ownership that we created that reality. And so that was supposed to help us kind of get out of debt, but it didn't cause now we're getting monthly payments which didn't help out a lot. It helped a little, but it didn't. And all of a sudden our mindset went to, you know, one of the reasons we're in debt is we're not enjoying Domino's pizza anymore. So we need to do something different. And today I'm a big believer. If I don't enjoy doing what I'm doing, I'm going to do something else. And yeah. so then my wife and I are con having conversations like, well, if we're not doing Domino's, what are we going to do? And we're like, right. well, we've been franchisees since we were 23. We don't really, what do we know? Oh, we know franchises. Let's have another franchise. And we thought this was logical. Now we didn't yeah. have money to buy another franchise, but this was logical. So we went to a franchise expo in the city mm -hmm. we were in. We didn't, we walked to all the booths, nothing grabbed us. And we left feeling frustrated. Also two weeks later, we receive a letter in the mail. And for all the young people in your audience, Robert, Mail was yeah. something you used to receive in a mailbox from a, a mailman or woman. It wasn't something that came into your computer. Okay. I just want to be clear right. on that. Right. <laughs> and, and it said, thank you for visiting our booth. Here's two tickets to an amazing evening. That'll change your life. Right. And each ticket was worth $39. And the only reason I'm going to be very upfront with you. The only reason we showed up to that training is thank goodness. Our minds would not let us waste $39 tickets. Right. And that evening changed our life. By the end of the evening, we're running to the back, spending $600 we didn't have to sign up for a three-day training. Mm -hmm. That was going to be three months later. And the only reason we showed up to it was to get our money back. We'd gone through buyer's remorse. We're like, we're already in debt. We can't afford 600 bucks. Right. And I was ready for a fight. I was ready for them to tell me I couldn't get my money back. Yeah. But they knew what was going on in my mind better than I did. And they didn't fight me and they said, look, just come in for a little bit. We'll find out how to get your refund. Just come in and, and experience the front. And my wife hadn't even come out of the vehicle. So I go back to the vehicle, say, here's what's going on. We have to come in for a few minutes, a little bit till the break. She's like, fine. And we go in Well, by the break, we we're in the energy and they came up to us and they're like, oh, there you are. Let's talk about your refund. And I'm like, I don't want a refund. Get away from me. We're having too much fun. <laughs> right? And yeah. in this three days, we learned why we're in debt. More importantly, we learned to take responsibility for our debt. We're the ones that created it and then yeah. how to get out of it. Right. And in that moment, we also, because we learned practical skills, we made a commitment to ourselves that we we're going to put those into place. We are going to actually make a change. And probably the only reason we made that commitment to ourselves is because we were so stressed out with the debt we were in. Right. And from that decision in that moment, as you already mentioned, nine months later, we went from being over $150,000 in debt, stressed out beyond belief to wow. actually being retired completely financially free at the age of wow. 32. Wow. So for, for, I know this is not a Dave Ramsey, Robert Kiyosaki session, but what we're 
maybe one or two of the big things that you did in order to get yourself outside of the mindset work? What were one or two of the big yeah. things that you did in order to get rid of the debt? Simplifying our life. We looked at all the expenses we had keeping up with the Joneses or the Kennedys, if you want to call it that <laughs> all the things that we, because we're successful, we should, yeah. uh, here, here's a good one. One of our stores was in a resort community on a lake. And so if we're on a lake, we should have a boat. So we bought a boat. And right. now the thing is that boat looked great sitting in our driveway because our busy season was boating season. So we never got to put it actually in the water very much because wow. we were always in the store, but hey, right. we had a boat because we're successful. <laughs> and so we sat, sat down and said, let's take a hard look. And yeah. we started thinking instead of instant gratification, what can we have? What do we want right now? Mm -hmm. We said, what don't we need? Sure, we may want it, but what don't we need that if we get rid of it, sell it, whatever, it gets rid of the expense. And so we dramatically simplified our lives to bring our expenses down so they were a lot more manageable. And that was probably one of the biggest differences right there. Love it, love it, love it. So you're, you're simplifying your life. And I think the thing that I love about this story and this area so far is that you and your spouse were on the same page with, yes. with regard to this, with regard to putting your business together. Is there anything that you suggest or recommend to someone who's in a relationship or in a partnership where both parties are not at the same place? How do you how do you navigate getting out of something that is challenging when both people see differently and have different perspectives? Well, communication is a big one. Mm -hmm. Where uh, and it was a practice we learned um, when we started going into personal development and being students, and I will always be a student just to be clear, because when I saw how that little information changed her life, it was like, the more I can learn, the better. Mm -hmm. And so I will always learn. And one of the communication skills that we were taught was, you know, what happens for most people, they get into a, a talking becomes an argument. And often you go from listening to processing, how am I going to rebut and say back what they're saying, because that's not how I look at it. And all of a sudden, right. if there is two different beliefs, it comes back and forth. And what our teacher taught us was that when we get in a conversation and it's, it, this is context, you have to preset this up. It don't just expect your partner's going to understand it. If you haven't talked about it in advance, when you're mm -hmm. both calm, when there's not stress, say, Hey, in next time we get heated, here's what, you know, we should do and here's how we can do it. And basically one person starts and they get to speak. Now the other person has to stay silent. is not allowed to say a word and the other person can talk for as long as they want without the other person interrupting. When they're done, they say, I'm done. Now right. the other person, it's their turn to talk. And if you were the one talking first, your job is now to just listen. And so, especially if you're really angry, really heated, the first time you're talking, it can go on for a long time because you want to get a lot out. You want to tell why you're right, all of that. And because the other person is just listening, when you're complete, you've let that energy go. Now they can um, speak and you do this practice and it goes from longer durations to shorter, 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 because the energy level starts coming down. And yeah. because you're not allowed to speak while the other person is talking, it doesn't interrupt their energy. And so because you're not trying to make yourself right, right in the moment, sometimes what you wanted to say, you forget it because now the energy has gone away. And I found it's a very, been a very powerful communication tool. Yeah. Yeah. So you've let's kind of pivot just a little bit here because I want to get to 
what you're up to now and how you serve the world yeah. now. So we know that you've done, you're an author, you, you're a best-selling author, and your most recent book, share, share with us your most recent book and what is, what's the real focus of it. Yeah. It, um, in 2017, I released my book, Success Left a Clue and mm -hmm. Six Life-Changing Habits. In this book, it's six steps to create the life of your dreams, keeping it real, yeah. keeping it relevant, keeping it repeatable. The three R's of my name, R3, just like RK3, <laughs> right? And um, I love this book um, because it's now an international bestselling book all over the world. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people have been able to read it. But it's also a workbook, Robert. It's not just something I want someone to get, put on the shelf and make it shelf help. That's not gonna yeah. help anybody. I want them, yeah. I made it a workbook because action is the biggest thing most people miss. And so I actually have action steps in here where I'll even say in the book, cause it's quirky like me, I'll actually say, hey, did you do the last action? If not, stop reading right now, go back, do that action before you read any more. So this is my first book I put out and I'm now currently writing my second book called The Love Authority it. Key. So I'm excited about that. Love it. So what what is it in addition to the book? How do you work with people now? How do you support and serve? What what does your business do for organ for, yeah. for people? Is it training, coaching? What what do you do? Well, BC before COVID, <laughs> I okay. used to fly on average um I was gonna say British Columbia around the world. Yeah, wrong, wrong BC. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was flying 200,000 miles a year around the world doing live trainings anywhere from yeah. 100 to 6,000 students at a time. Um, since then, I've gone really virtual and I'm doing more one-on-one. -on -one. I love training trainers. Yeah, I believe people have a message in them and I love to help them get it out authentically in a way that impacts lives. So I do that. And um, I'm actually, I'm in my new office over this past year. My wife and I have built a training center onto the back of our home and on the oh, other nice. side of my wall here is a 1500 square foot training center that um, because we're still in lockdown, can't have live people here very much. We're gonna turn it into a super Zoom room where I can have multiple cameras like you have. I'll be yeah. able to have, see three, four, 500 students on the screens at a time and really turn it into an experience. Cause I do high end energy trainings um, online at the moment. And so I have fun with that. Love it, love it, love it. So for people who are in that space where they may not be $150,000 in debt, but they just don't see how they can get from their situation right now to the place where they can be of service, like freely be of service to other people. What is the a piece of advice that you find yourself giving most often around that? Mm. First of all, take a nice deep breath in. Yeah. And come back to present. Most people get overwhelmed because they're either so far in the future trying to figure out how they're going to solve a problem yeah. that they get overwhelmed with all the what if scenarios, or they're so caught up in the past of this happened to me and because of this and they're playing the victim. So yeah. take the deep breath in, come back to present and then just take one step. Ask yourself, what is one step I can do right now, right here to move in the direction I would truly want to go in and then take that step and celebrate that you did check in with yourself, come up with your next step, take that step. Love it, love it. Where do people find you online, Robert? Easiest way, I am on um, social medias, but as a gift for you being so gracious, Robert, to have me on your call and on this live broadcast, if they go to robertreopel.com, just like you have on the screen there, they are actually gonna be able to download the entire digital copy of my book, Success Left a Clue, 
as our gift to them. But Love remember it. the caveat is don't just read it. I want them to do the action. I promise you, I guarantee you, if you read the book and do the action steps, you'll see your life go to another level. I love it. Listen, Robert, hang out in the green room. It's been fantastic to have you with us. And man, I look forward to doing this again at some point in the near future. How about oh, you? That'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> you say the word, I am there. Awesome. 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 Listen, make sure that you just not only do what he says, but do what he does and do what he did. You're in a space, you're in this place where you've had challenges in your life and now you've got resources like this show, like Success Leaves Clues. You, you've got all of these things that you can utilize to help you move from where you are currently to your next space of success. Don't just grab the book. Don't just grab the resource and put it on a shelf. He said he doesn't want it to be shelf help, right? He wants it to be something that is going to be useful to you because each of us has experiences. Each of us has situations in our lives that are obstacles. This morning on the Monday morning get up show, we talked about how you can use those obstacles and then laugh at those obstacles and use those obstacles as launch pads towards your success. So make sure that you do that because the circumstances that happen to you in your, to you in your life, that's just your stuff. That's just your stuff. And as we said, at the end of every show, everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story and your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy III, RK3. I'd be looking forward to seeing you on the next episode of the What's My Story podcast. See you soon. What's my story?